Let's bring in Don Kaufman. Let's bring in the founder of Theo Trade. He's joining us this afternoon to help us take a look at a busy week ahead and a couple individual names he's got his eye on. Don, welcome. Thanks for giving us part of your Monday afternoon. I wanted to begin with an overall uh, discussion in terms of some of the market volatility we've been seeing headed into the elections. Do you expect this to continue? Yeah, well, first of all, the uh, the VIX is rocking out there. And if you take a look at the uh, the short-term VIX, it's even higher. I mean, what does that equate to, though? You know, a lot of people, they discuss, you know, the VIX and the, the short-term VIX. What it really amounts to, if you take a look right now at the SPX, on this week, uh, we're looking right now at about a $160 move that's being priced in either higher or mm. lower. And, you know, Ben, there's so many traders that are like, ah, volatility is overblown and this and that. But in the end, I mean, come on. There are billions of dollars being traded on either side of that expectation of movement. And uh, it's pretty evident that, uh, listen, this marketplace is ready to rumble right now. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, this has been building up for a while, though, Don. You could argue, I mean, waiting on stimulus. We've been talking about how, well, uh, a major focal point being inflation. We've got uh, the Fed this week. That ties right in. Ultimately, the jobs report. I mean, we know a major focal point there for uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is the labor to market. Uh, that all all kind of ties in ultimately the elections. I guess I'm wondering, does a wait and see type situation that plays out potentially tomorrow or uh, types of scenarios that could feed into the volatile market, obviously uh, unknowns tend to kind of fuel the fire. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you're heading into a wild binary event, which is the election, it's the Fed, it's, you know, it's the jobs report. I, you know, I gotta tell you, I put the jobs report and, and the Fed not even secondary or tertiary. They're way down the line. Obviously, the election risk is is paramount here. But the one thing, I'll tell you what, Ben, you know, the risk has kind of been building. The risk is fairly interesting in this case. It shifted from back month volatility where, you know, if I looked 10 days ago, it was back month volatility. It was actually December and January volatility that was coming up so substantially. And just really in that last 10 trading sessions, it shifted forward onto which it says like, okay, risk is here, risk is now, risk is imminent. And in that next, you know, you know, what, one week or, you know, nine day period, again, if you look at what's the short term VIX, there's a VIX nine day, it's uh, it's clear over 45. The other aspect that a lot of people don't necessarily look at, the VIX of the VIX, the VIX, the volatility of the volatility index is clear up to like, you know, 140 and change right now, which is, uh, again, that's indicative of professionals coming in there and using VIX calls for risk mitigation. So, you know, you think to yourself, listen, everybody's hedging right now, then there can't possibly be risk, but there's a reason they're hedging right now. Uh, evidently, there are billions on the table at risk. And again, we're ready to move and move big in this marketplace. All right, speaking of moving and moving big, uh, we've got a bid in pot stocks tied to the elections and ultimately the discussion we were just having. I mean, expectations are that if Biden wins, he's gonna decriminalize marijuana. Talk to us because this has a, a nice move recently coming into play. We're talking CGC, we're talking Chrono. Some of the big names are benefiting. So this is the marketplace getting ahead of itself. You know, I'm, I'm less concerned about the presidential election here. It's individual states and the, uh, the approval from, you know, going from medical marijuana to full legalization. Uh, part of the time I live in, you know, in, uh, in Arizona, that's one that's on the ballot there. It's on the ballot in most of the states here. And this is just what I would kind of call a premature bid into the marketplace on the marijuana stocks. You know, there are going to be a number 
of, again, key states that are going to then have approval for recreational marijuana use. And, uh, you know, like it or not, it's going to put a bid under a couple of these stocks. Again, I wouldn't go so far as, you know, decriminalization just yet. Okay. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves only because uh, there's a lot on uh, anybody's presidential platter for, uh, for the foreseeable future. All right. Uh, a lot of uh, argument to be made for the fact that states, local governments could use some of the tax dollars from uh, some of those votes going in the direction of legalization. We'll continue to watch that. Let's talk another company, a stock that we're waiting for earnings on. Uh, I saw Wayfair. We were looking for, I guess, 84 cents earnings per share. And this is expected to come in on revenue, Don, of $3.70 billion. Now, I noticed the stock has pulled off some off recent highs. Uh, so in addition to some of the other names that are in the same space, I've looked at names like Ethan Allen, some of the other uh, names. And the broader market in general has come off. What are you watching here and uh, what should investors be looking for, Don? Well, the first thing is I think everybody has to recognize this stock came from $21 yeah. earlier this year and has ripped and exploded. Listen, Ben, they have to not just beat their numbers. They got to smoke them. Okay. And in the second wave of COVID, I just don't think your Home Depots, your Wayfarers, do as you know, well. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to catch the bid yeah. this time around. Um, I mean, we're seeing it also in terms of tech. When you look at Wayfair, you have to start to think of, all right, even Facebook right now has had some spectacular news lately and, and is getting walloped a little bit. You know, Twitter, um, all of a sudden, engagement is not there. And, you know, you look at this and you're like, well, why am I comparing, you know, a Twitter or even a Google to possibly Wayfair? Okay. It has to do, categorically speaking, with the, uh, with the type of earnings, the explosive and I think that, that uh, that's going to be taken out of Wayfair, specifically in this earnings report. They're also sitting on a big-time expected move. It's like a $36 expected move and some $250 stock. So, uh, you know, put the helmet on for this one. It's, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, I mean, Amazon's a perfect example of that, Don. A stock that came off uh, down to and below 3000 today uh, from around 3250 pre-earnings and Certainly, they did well. I thought they saw uh, revenue sales of a 37% growth, I think it was. This is something to keep an eye on. We'll watch Wayfair. We'll continue to watch uh, some of the other names that you've got on your radar, Don, and we will as well. Don Kaufman, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you joining us here, ladies and gentlemen. John is the co-founder of Theo Trade, and he's with us this afternoon on Midday Move.